Masech Saita Daf Beis, right at the beginning, the uh, topic of the Masechta is basically the Bamidbar Perik Hay, which talks about a uh, married couple and he, the husband, for whatever reason, uh, suspects his wife and warns her and she goes into a secluded area with the guy, the husband, and warns her not to uh, be with, and there's a whole procedure where the two of them have to travel to Jerusalem to clarify the issue, whether she was uh, um, not honest and slept with this other guy or didn't and drinks a special water in this whole procedure. Anyway, says the Mishnah to start. Uh, Hamakana is the Lashon of the Pasuk, Vekine is Ishtai, and he, it could be, his, we'll see what the Lashon Kine is, but we'll say right, for right now, he, he warns her, okay, and he warns her, and she goes into Stira. How many people have to witness each one of those two things? Well, Rabbi Eliezer, who I boxed, and I wrote above his name, two plus one, on the third line, at the beginning, I boxed Rabbi Yoshua, and I wrote above his name, two plus two. The first number indicates how many witnesses there have to be to the Kinui, the warning the husband gives his wife. And the second number indicates how many witnesses there have to be to the stira, to the fact that um, the this woman and the guy that she was warned not to be with, how many people have to witness them going into a, a secluded area. So, He has to warn her for the warning to be valid to go ahead with the like the beginning of a social procedure, it has to be two witnesses who saw the husband warn the wife. Umashka al piedachat. Mashka literally is giving to drink, which means like the eventual results of this could be that they have to go to Yerushalayim, let's go through the whole procedure, she has to drink the special water. Um, mashka, he would give her to drink, meaning it would be uh, the Sota procedure has to get started. Al-Piyedechad, even one which is enough. Oh, al even the husband himself would be believed. Kama, Rabbi Yehoshua, uh, has a different uh, opinion on how many need for each one. We, had re- we wrote above his name 2 plus 2. That's because Rabbi Yehoshua, Rabbi it has to be two witnesses to the Kinui, Umashkal Pishtaim, and also two witnesses to the Stira, to the seclusion. Okay, asks the commissioner. Now, Kesad Mekanala, how does the husband go about warning his wife? Well, Amar, this word should be changed to Amar. Amar la if he says the husband that is in the presence of two people to his wife, quote, five words, Al Tadabri im Ishplani. Don't speak with, and he mentions a particular guy, let's say, Bob Jones. Don't you speak with Bob Jones, comma, vidibra imoy, and then she later goes and she speaks to him. Adayan he, well, that's not the case of Saita. So therefore, she is still, Adayan he, she's still muteris lebesa, permitted to her household, meaning she could still, what's the ultimate living together would be uh, relations with her husband, umuteris lechol betruma. Uh, if her husband is a Kohen, she's not, she would be permissible still to be eating truma. In other words, they're totally a full-fledged, valid couple. Now, we'll have to see what a good um, Kinui is, but that was not a good Kinui. Uh, however, if there was a good Kinui, and um, then Nichnasa Imoy Lebeis she, the wife, uh, goes into a 
that secluded area with the guy she's not supposed to be with. It's not just like they go in and immediately come out. Rather, she tarries with him in that secluded area. The amount of time it would take to do the deed, we'll say to do the uh, the beginning of uh, sexual intercourse, then she becomes, after that point, forbidden uh, to her house, which means she can no longer live with her husband as husband and wife, because we don't know. We have this suffix, and um, the only way to clarify things is to have the couple go to Yushalayim and go through the whole Sotza water procedure. Uh, also, if she happens to marry to a Kohen, uh, since we don't know, maybe she really did uh, violate the relationship with her husband, and um, would no longer be considered uh, the wife, a valid wife. She would no longer be able to eat truma as the wife of a Kohen. Ve'im mace. Now, what happens if before um, she's able to drink the water, uh, before they're able to go and do that procedure, the husband drops dead, uh, and there's no children, and there's surviving brothers. Normally, we have a Yibum or Chalitza case that comes up, so what do we say for her? She is Chalitza's uh, if if she wants to uh, get married now to some other guy, which is fine for her, she would have to first do chalitz with uh, the surviving brother. Velo she's not allowed to do yibum, and we'll see why in the Gemara. Okay, asks the Gemara, Michti. Uh, let's just get a basic idea of where we are. We're in Seder Nashim, um, and we just finished um, Mesechas Nazir. And now we're starting Mesech HaSaita. So the Gemara Smechti, how now? Tana, me Nazir Salak, the author of the Order of the Mishnayis, just finished Nazir. My Tana, Dekatana Saita. What, literally, why did he teach Saita? And like, what's the connection between going from Nazir then going to Saita? Well, Kedar Rebbe, it's similar to Rebbe, Desanya, like Rebbe brings out in the following two-line uh, Brisa, authored by Rebbe. Rabbi Yomir, I box his name. Lama nismecha parsha nazir the parsha saita. Now this is um, more uh, the idea when you're reading through the chumash and you read through the chumash and you get to Bamidbar and Perak Hay talks all about uh, a saita and, and Perak Vav talks all about nazir. So Rabbi had said, well, why do uh, in the Torah do we have the uh, topic of nazir? Uh, right next to the topic of Sota, Lomarlach, there's a connection to tell you. The basic idea is that anyone who witnesses a, a woman, a Sota woman going through that procedure, is like in her demeaning state, it is quite, uh, uh, quite uh, intense, Yazir may come to realize that the reason the woman had to go through this whole thing is because she was... Uh, fooling around with uh, situations that she shouldn't have, and often what causes that is uh, illicit substances such as uh, alcohol, and that person might want to yazir atzmai min yayin. That's the connection. Okay, that's the end of the snake source. The Gemara, though, asks, that's great as far as if you first have uh, the partial site and then nazir. Uh, the order, though, of the Mishnahis that we have is first Nazir and then Sota. So now, if reason be there next to each other is because of this order, then now the Gemara asks, Nazir. Well, then first have Mesechah Saita in the order and then a Mesechah Nazir. Why is the order reversed the way that we have it? Well, explains the Gemara. ID Ditanak Subas. Let's go back a few Mesechahs. Since we had learned near the beginning of Seder Nashim a tractate called Ksubis, 
And one of the chapters, Vitana Hamadir, one of the chapters in Mesechus Ksuba, the seventh chapter is called Hamadir, which is the issue of Nidarim between a husband and wife. The next Mesechta that was taught when Ksubas is finished, Tana Nidarim. Then Nidarim was taught. Now, once Nidarim was taught, Ve'aidi, since the Tana Nidarim, Tana Nazir, the next logical choice for Masechus would be Masechus Nazir, because after all, did Damil Nedarim Nazir is sort of quite similar. It's actually a type of, uh, it's like almost a subcategory of Nedar. It's its own uh, issue, but it's uh, basically a Nedar. Vekatani, and now once the Mishnayis taught the Masechus of Nedarim, Katani Saita, Kedir Rebbe, even though the order is now reversed, but it's still that same connection between Sota and Nazir exists, and that's why we are now in Masechus Saita. Period. The Mishnah had used the term hamikane, the husband who warns his wife. It doesn't say a husband should warn his wife. Go ahead and warn your wife. It says if you did, which is very much a indication that it maybe lechatchila ideally shouldn't be done. But if it was done, it is effective, and that's what the Gemara points out here. Dieved, like after the fact, in yes, the kinui is a valid kinui lechatchila, but. If you would, like, from the beginning, should he go ahead and do it? Probably low. No. That is because the author of our Mishnah, Kesafar Tanatidan, Asr Lekanais. That in general, it is, uh, let's just say, not a good idea uh, for a husband and wife, for the husband to go ahead and warn his wife uh, in that way. Period. Amr Shumbar of Yitzchak. Here's a uh, little, we're going to need a lot more uh, Agadita and... Uh, sort of uh, non-halachic sugiyas that have to do with like the actual saita when here in Mishach Saita. Anyway, Amr Shumbar of Yitzhak Yavi Pasach Reish Lakish when Reish Lakish would start uh, talking, talking in public, uh, lecturing about the idea of sota. Amar Hachi, this used to be his introduction. Ein mezavgen leiladam isha elafi mazav. As far as heaven is concerned, you have man, you have woman. Man and woman get together, and that which man and woman get together a lot of times is um, maybe behind the scenes, but is sort of directed by Shamayim. And therefore, Shamayim doesn't miz, mizavgin, is more like zivug, make a couple. Uh, the, uh, the Shamayim doesn't choose a couple for a, 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 a man except according to his deeds. Basically, a man gets what he has coming to him, what he himself, based on his choices and what he's done, that's the type of wife that he gets. Shanamar, like the Pasuk and Tehillim indicates, it says, For um, there will not be placed the rod of the wicked on the lot of the righteous. In other words, if a man is righteous, he will get a... Interesting, the, the, the Lashon of Rashi, if, if he's a tzaddik, he will get a tsanua, and if he is a rasha, he will get a prutza. Now, it doesn't say a tzaddik gets a tzaddikus, and a rasha gets a rasha. It's almost like the, uh, maybe the defining feature of a, uh, a, a woman is whether she's a tsanua or a prutza. And that's obviously not talking only about the clothes that she wears, but also just her whole attitude towards uh, her femininity and, and her very uh, being. Now, that which the couple is um, put together, it's as difficult to uh, match up these uh, couples, uh, to match up the man and woman as a good match, like it is Kriyas Yamsuf. Now, Kriyas Yamsuf, again, for us is difficult, for Hashem, 
is not. But what it does take is maybe playing with the uh, normal rules of uh, nature. Um, and uh, I guess what it would take also uh, sometimes to bring a zivik together is to play with the normal rules of nature, and that's uh, that's Hashem's game, uh, not ours. Shenemar, like the Pasuk indicates, also in Tehillim, Elohim Moishiv Yechidim Baisa, the Lord uh, sets together individuals in a house. He takes one individual man, one individual woman, brings them together, and, and they create a household. And then right next to it in the Pasuk, it says, He uh, took out those who were bound in the Kosharos in uh, the month of right now. In the month of Nisan, it's not too hot, not too cold, just right. And that's referring to uh, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The culmination of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, of which was at least the leaving part, was Kriyas Yamsov. Asks the Gemara now a question that takes about four lines to develop. Any? Is that really so? That uh, seeming that we just said is uh, the zivug that a man gets is based on his zuchus. If he's a bad guy, he gets a, a bit of a challenging zivug. If he's a good guy, he gets a tsanua. Really? Vaha, Amar of Yudamarav, it sounds like. That can't be, because we have another famous Memra. What's that? It says, 40 days before the formation of the Ebrio. Now, that Lashon is, is really like, almost like a Lashon Saginar. Um, we know that the Yitzir Savlad takes place 40 days after conception. That's why there's halachas of when a uh, 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 how we view an unborn baby uh, after day 40 is much different than before day 40 because it's only considered that Yitzira takes place on day 40 which would mean if we're saying 40 days before the Yitzira Savlad which took place 40 days ago we're talking about at conception so the member says that at conception a baskal yatsas v'aymeris there's a, a heavenly voice that comes out and, 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 and says the following three things Number one, bas plony leplony. Number two, bias plony leplony. Number three, sada plony leplony. Okay, uh, it says that uh, the daughter of whoever plony is should be for this baby that's about to be formed, this baby boy. The household of plony should be for plony. This house and the sada, the the field, the parnasa. So that sounds very much. Just let's focus on uh, you know on the first thing, on the shidduch uh, that was announced. It sounds like uh, that has nothing to do with the maizim of the person, because the maizim of the person, certainly the Yeras Hashem maizim, only come as, as time and when they're born and when they grow up and, and when they mature. So how could it be uh, almost predestined? Answers the Gemara, Loikasha. There is no difficulty here because we're talking about two different zivugim. Ha bezivig rishain, ha bezivig sheni. Okay, what exactly a zivig is? First wife, second wife, or ideal uh, soulmate and uh, second place soulmate? It's not just clear, it's called the match. So the first match is definitely Lafi the mazel. And that's the one that is uh, announced uh, at the moment of conception of the uh, baby boy. And uh, certainly it could very well be that the understanding is that the complex chess game that the Rabbani Shalom has with the entirety of the world and everyone's free will decisions, if the uh, that baby boy that is then born and makes certain decisions, uh, he is uh, Zoha to one type of wife, would be the ideal wife, but if he doesn't uh, do maybe what he ideally should do, he might get a different type of wife. Anyway, um, definitely the best thing to do is um, do what we should be doing, and daven, and rely on the Rebbe 
Says the Mishnah, Rabbi Lazar that was the mission that Rabbi Lazar said that one has to be uh, two people. Okay, so we have uh, th- a couple issues going on in the Mishnah. How many? Uh, there was a warning the husband gave his wife. Don't you uh, go in? Don't you go into a secluded place with? We'll call him Bob. Um, and then there was the Sira where there's witnessing of her going into that secluded place with Bob. And there's actual like uh, witnessing the act of immorality itself if that took place. So the uh, Gemara here says Ad Kanle Pligi the whole Machlokas between Rabbi Elazar and Rabbi Yeshua is only Ela Bekinui Ve Stira with regard to the number of Adim required for those things. Um, uh, in the specific case of uh, how you get to have a married woman become a sota. Aval betuma, the actual witnessing of the act of immorality, aid echad mehemen, one witness would be believed. Okay. One witness would be believed in as much as uh, stop the whole sota procedure and she doesn't have to be, a couple doesn't have to go to Yushalayim, she doesn't drink the water. Vitznan nami, and we have a mission also uh, later in the Masechta goes for about a line in three words, starts here, it says, Eid echad if one single witness says, quote, I actually will just say, like, I was in the room and I saw the act being done, the uh, adultery, lo, then she would not go ahead and drink the soda water. Okay. Asks the Gemara, now, we're used to basically, as far as believability of witnesses, as being two witnesses. So how do we know that on a Torah level, that when it comes to the act of adultery uh, that was done uh, during a stira after a kinu in the specific case of Sosita, how do you know one witness is given believability? Well, Ditan Rabbanon. We have a Brisa. The Brisa starts here, and it goes for, let's say, five lines down the Elmud Bays until the end of that line. Says the Tanaic source, this is uh, from Bamidbar Hay. Bamidbar Hay is, we're going to have that a lot, because that's the Parsha Saita. Bamidbar Hay in Pasuk Yud Gimel there, it says, Ve'aid Ein Ba. We're describing a scenario over there. Um, it says uh, that their husband uh, warned her, and then uh, one of the possibilities that could have happened, V'shachav Ish Oisa Shechvas Zara. A this other guy, this guy other than her husband, uh, slept with her. The hilo needs pasa, and she wasn't grabbed. Uh, and then it says ve'ed ein ba, ve'ed ein ba, and there was no aid. That and what does that mean? Aid, and there was no aid. Bishnayim hakasam We're talking about two. In other words, the term aid means that we're not. Two witnesses, okay? Maybe what the word aid means when they say there was no aid was one witness. There was not one witness. No, no, no. That uh, can't be because Tamil Laimar, the Pasuk says elsewhere, I don't underline the word echad. That's a Pasuk, and clearly when the Pasuk wants to indicate that we're talking about a single witness, it doesn't just call it aid, it calls it aid. So from the fact that it says lo yakum aid baish, wouldn't I know that you can't have a single witness? In other words, a single witness is invalid for general testimony. Why do I have to have the extra word there that says echad? Well, because there, this is not partial sight, this is in Dvarim, 
uh, Perik Yud Tes, it teaches you a basic rule of testimony, Zebana Av. Bana Av is a, a precedent which uh, sheds lights on other issues. Kolmachim Shinem are aid, wherever the Torah elsewhere uh, uses that term in uh, quotation marks, aid, witness, what it means is a good witnessing, which would require two people. So when we said by us, aid, ain't, but we're talking about, and there were not two witnesses, rather there was one, ad, until the Pasuk specifies and qualifies that aid word with the word one. Kama v'amarachmana, and the Pasuk said by us, by Parsha Sarita, aid ein ba, which is to be understood as tray, two lace ba, there were not two, ela cha, there was only one witness, and then the Pasuk over in Bamidbar uh, Parakei continues and says three words, vehi loinitz pasa, she wasn't grabbed, meaning she wasn't forced into those sexual relations with this guy other than her husband, which teaches us asura, okay, She's also because she willingly engaged in those in, uh, relations with the guy other than her husband. Okay, that's the end of this Nahic source. The Gemara asks, question, Ella, time of Dixiv, so then we're saying the reason is because the Pasuk says, quote, five words, lo yakum aid echad be'ish. That's how I know the aid by sota means aid ain ba two there weren't, but one there was. Halav hachi, so let's make a dig from that. So without that, Aid echad limud. Havamina, would I really have thought that the term aid, one word in quotation marks, desaita chadu, that means only one? So then what would the Pasuk be saying? The aid ain ba, one, there isn't, meaning there's no witnesses. like if there's not even one person who saw anything, elba my mitzra, through what is she becoming usr? That's the Gemara's question. And we're going to have a uh, little bit of a back and forth over here. Itzterich. I um, squiggle underline the word Itzterich. Four lines later, first word of line is also another Itzterich. I squiggle underline that. So Itzterich, uh, says the Gemara, it was necessary. It was necessary to have the Pasuk say, Lo Yakum Eid Echad, because we needed to shed light on this one. I might have thought to say that when it says by Saita, three word quote, Aid ain ba, ain neeman ba. I dot underline those six words. Aid ain ba equals ain neeman ba. In other words, what's the Pasuk saying? Aid ain ba, a single witness. I wrote above the word aid, a big number one. A single witness there is not. That would mean. For the immorality, for witnessing the immorality, one is not enough. Now, I uh, put a brackets in over here before the word ain, and this bracketed section goes down uh, about six lines. First word on the line is echad. I closed the brackets. Why did I bracket that off? Because let's skip it for a second. We'll pick up right after the brackets, then we'll go back to the brackets. Says the Gemara right after the brackets, Can you really say that Ain neeman ba. That was, and that's what we just said. So what we're going to do in the brackets is just going to be an attempted rejection, and then the Gemara turns around and says, "No, no, that's not a good rejection," which gets us back to the same place. So let's go back to the brackets. In the brackets, uh, I uh, noted that this is now the Gemara attempting to reject what we had just said. Says the Gemara, 
ain neman ba? Well, uh, one uh, witness, it would not be uh, the, the, uh, enough to believe the situation of what happened. Question mark, comma, vela my boy. Well, then what would be required to give believability to what had happened? Adiika Trey, you would have to have like two witnesses who saw that. Well, if that's the case, then let the Pasuk not have said anything. Literally, let the, let the verse have been silent from this. And I would ask myself, well, how many people do I need to testify about this issue? Da'asya, I would learn a regular, Xerashava, Davar, Davar. Those are the two words that would connect from Mamain. And the Davar, Davar from Mamain would tell me just like uh, the Pasuk says, Kimatsa Ba'ervas, Davar. Uh, when a issue of immorality is found, and there's another part that says al pishnayim edim, or maybe al pishnayim yakum davar, just like over there too. So it's over here too. Okay, uh, so I would learn the davar al and I would know midi dahave that this is similar to kol ed yoshevetora. Any other testimony, I would know it was two. In other words, don't tell me anything by so if what you really need is two. The Gemara says, well, that's actually not a good rejection. Itzrich. You need the lo yakum because that is what sheds light that the aid over here is talking about two, meaning two there are not, but one there is. Why? I might have thought to say the above havamina of aid ein ba means ein neman ba, and I would not have thought they were similar. Why? We're talking about a Sota case over here. Sota shiny. I might have thought that's different. Dirag layim ladavar. Literally, it's funny we get to this as we were discussing at the end of Masechus um, Nazar, a lot of rag layim ladavar cases. There's like a lot of circumstantial evidence that would lead us to believe that there is guilt going on over here. Literally, there's there's legs to the matter. Shahare, what happened historically with this couple? Kinala, the husband, warned her, listen, Jane, don't you go into a secluded area with Bob. Venistera, and then she actually did go into that secluded area with Bob, and then we have one witness who's coming to tell us, that's why I would have thought one witness would be believed. Okay, that's the end of the bracketed section. We basically, in the bracketed section, attempted a rejection and said, no, 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 that's no rejection. So we're back to where we were. Now, being back to where we were, the Gemara now asks, can you really say that three-word phrase, means wouldn't be believed, visharia, and uh, she would be permissible. Well, read on the Pasuk over there. Here's a three-word quote from the Pasuk. The Pasuk indicates what was witnessed, what was witnessed by this uh, fellow who was uh, th- there somehow and could see what was going on with uh, the, the, the married woman and the, the potential paramour. It says, She wasn't grabbed, meaning she wasn't forced, meaning she wasn't raped. Rather, she willingly uh, took part in these uh, illicit relations. Michlal, the implication from that is that this is a case of Asura. The, the result of the Eidein Ba is that she is forbidden. In other words, she's usher to her husband. Still, the Gemara says, Itzterich. I squiggle underline this Itzterich. This should be our third squiggle underline Itzterich, but only the second that's not in the brackets. So this is why it's necessary. This, I think, is going to be the Gemara's conclusion. I might have thought to say that when in Parsha Sota it says Eid Ein Ba, I dot underline the next six words. Ein Neeman Ba Ad Deika Tre. Maybe there would be no believability unless there were two witnesses 
And even with two witnesses, it's got to be a case of that she wasn't grabbed. Kamash Malan, we don't say that. Says the Mishnah, Rabbi Yoshua, Okay, now Rabbi Yoshua came as a second opinion of the Mishnah and says the Kinui has to be done in the presence of two witnesses and the Stira has to have taken place in the presence of two witnesses. My time with Rabbi Yoshua, I underlined his name, I wrote above it two plus two. Well, Amar Kra. He'll say, uh, well, look at the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, remember, it says, Eid Ein Ba. Now, the Ba word is a mute word. Eid Ein Ba, there was uh, uh, two witnesses that were not in, uh, as far as what happened with the immorality. So, um, two witnesses, there were not, there were only one. But that was as far as witnessing the immorality. Ba, Veloi Bikinui, Ba, Veloi Bistira. Yeah, two witnesses, not there were one for the immorality, but... For the Kinoi, there were two, and for the Stira, there were two. Rabbi Eliezer, and only Rabbi Eliezer's name, I wrote above it two plus one. Aymer, he would say that same word in the Pasuk, it says Ba, Eidain, Ba. Yeah, two witnesses that were not, meaning one there was, and that's the case, but Veloi be Kinoi, not Kinoi, because Kinoi had two witnesses. Okay, Veima, Ba, Veloi, Bestira. But maybe what the Ba term should be coming to shed light on is, and the Stira, there was not one, but there were two. Well, no, because stira iskish latuma dirsiv. The actual stira, the going into the secluded area, that has a scriptural connection to the tuma itself. Like the Pasuk says, Vedistera uh, went into secluded area, Vehinitma'a, and she um, had committed adultery. Well, if that's the reason why we don't say that it's connected to the. Uh, to the, the fact that there would be uh, two but only one, Vikinui Nami Iskeshlatuma. Dirsiv, it says Vikine es Ishtai, Vihi Nitzma'a. So you see the Nitzma'a term is uh, mentioned next to the Kinui, just like it's mentioned next to the Stira. Well, the reason that that is not the case is because Hamiet Rachmana, the Pasuk, does have a mute term, which is Ba. When it says Eid Ein Ba, that's the mute term. In other words, we're using the Ba at least Rabbi Eliezer is, to be memayit the kinui, and only the kinui. Uma ra'is, here's where we really get to the crux of the question. Why did Rabbi Eliezer see fit to be memayit the kinui rather than the stira? Well, he'll tell you this is why. Mistabra, the stira is adifa. The When you're talking about the warning the husband gave, and the other issue is the... Um, Going into a secluded area with this guy, that stira that going into the secluded area is adif. It's uh, maybe we call it more machmir, uh, maybe more machmir. At least certainly from the side of the woman, that only one witness is required to testify that she did the seclusion. Like as opposed to two, that's much more machmir for her. Shekane oisarta ketuma. It's it's that incident that makes her uh, forbidden to be with her husband, or for that matter. Uh, even with this potential paramour in the future, just like the act itself. And that's why, since it's more machmer, that's the one that makes sense to uh, say we're discussing. Well, Adarabah, quite to the contrary, says the Gemara, Kinui Adif, the original warning, should be more machmer, Shekane Iker Garam La. If not for that warning, there there wouldn't have been any issue over here. So the Gemara says, well, Elav Stira, if not for the fact that she went into the secluded area, Kinui Mi'ika, the, the Kinui would have no effect. The husband can warn his wife, but if she never goes into Stira with the guy, it doesn't do anything. Well, the Gemara turns around and says, Vi'ilav Kinui Stira, my Ahani. Well, 
look at it the other way. If he hadn't, if the husband hadn't warned his wife, then her going into Yichud, that wouldn't have any effect either. Answers the Gemara, and I believe this is the conclusion, Afilu even so, Stira Adifa, if you have to look at either the Kinui, the warning, or the Stira, the seclusion, the Stira is more intense for her. Why? Because if there was something that happened, when did it happen? Not when the husband was warning his wife, but rather when they went into seclusion. Da'aschalta de'tumahi. Aschalta from the word like Tchila, from like the beginning of um, the if there was Tuma, the beginning of the immorality uh, took place then, period. We had our Mishra presented and it gave us two opinions, one Rabbi Eliezer, one Rabbi Yeshua, we called Rabbi Eliezer 2 plus 1, Rabbi Yeshua 2 plus 2. Well, here's yet another opinion, Tisanya. The Bryce Ligmar brings now goes till the, uh, it goes these three words plus another two lines and it brings yet another version of Rabbi Eliezer. This one is brought to us by Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehudu, who I underlined Omer Mishum, and now I boxed Rabbi Eliezer, and above his name I wrote in one plus two. That would mean one witness is valid enough for the Kinui, and two would be required for the Stira. So says Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehudu, and then Rabbi Eliezer, Hamekana Leishtai, Mekana, I underlined the word Mekana, and dot underline the next six words, Alpi Eid Echad, or Alpi Atzmai. The actual warning only requires one person to be there, or actually even the husband himself is good enough to have witnessed it. Umashkela, and then as far as the uh, eventually giving her to drink, in other words, an effective stira, an effective um, effective to make her a sota, um, an effective seclusion uh, incident, that had to be alpishnayim, uh, two witnesses. The rabbi said back to Rabbi Yehuda, Oh no, ain ledavar saif. Uh, if you're saying like that, then there'd be like no end to the uh, potential uh, uh, misuse of, of this uh, issue. Okay. Um, says the Gemara. Background. My time is Rabbi Yehuda. Where's Rabbi Yehuda get his opinion that Rabbi Elezer said one plus two? Well, he'll tell you Amar Kral, the Pasuk says, quote, Ba, that's by Eid Ein Ba, that's by Saita. And we learn Ba, uh, there's two witnesses are not. One there is, one is effective. Ba, one is effective, a lobus stira, not in the stira. For the stira, you have to have two witnesses. Okay, that's how he learns his opinion. Well, then why not apply that also, Vaim, and say Ba, the lobikinui? Question mark. Well, that's because the kinui, the warning is Iskish Latuma. That has actual scriptural connection to Tuma, so we'll say it's Tuma like and how many people have to witness it, Dirsiv, like the Pasuk says, Vikines Nitzma'a. Right next to each other, when it talks about the warning, it talks about the Tuma. And just like by the Tuma, one witness would be effective that she's no longer a Sota, so to one witness would be an effective witness for the Kinui. Well, Stiranami Iskish Latuma. If that's the reason why, because the Pasuk mentions the two of them next to each other, you have the stira also mentioned next to the Tuma. Answers the Gemara. No. Hahu, that hekesh of stira to Tuma is coming for a different issue. Not to tell you the number of witnesses, but rather the issue of, which we'll see a little bit later, Kamashir stira. When they go into the secluded area, how long, like how much time has to have passed that is conclu- considered a, a problematic uh, incident? So, kama shir, what's the amount of time for stira? Kedetum, it's the amount of time, the minimum amount of time it would have taken them f- 
to, to, to do the deed, uh, to have Tashmish. Uh, who does? So that's what it's coming to teach us. In other words, the connection of how long does this year have to be that it would be problematic? The amount of time that it would be to do Tuma. Kama, or maybe even a semicolon. We go back to the end of the Brisa that we finished about four lines ago when the rabbi said back to Rabbi Yisrael I put right angles in over here. Like, what do they mean when they say there'd be no end to this? Well, Imagine this scenario. Dizimnin, it could be that at times, Dilo Kani, the husband actually did not warn his wife. Va'amar, and he'll claim, Kanoyev, like all you need to have is two witnesses that you went into a secluded area. Well, married women, certainly Midaraisa, uh, no problem going into a secluded uh, uh, area. Uh, and then the husband will say, Yeah, I, uh, last week before that happened, I warned her. Well, okay. So then what we're saying is, so that can't be, well then, question, so then in our Mishnah, there, there would be, like it's, it's a foolproof approach, uh, question mark, comma, can't you imagine, Zimnan at times, that a husband warned his wife, he had two witnesses, okay, and she doesn't really go into Yehud, but he'll, uh, you know, for whatever reasons, he's upset with her, he's a bad guy, he'll say, Amar is tatar. If one witness or even the husband himself is enough, he'll claim that that happened. So, Amar of Yitzhak Yesu, Amar of Yechanan, I underlined his name. I put it up for, uh, excuse me, a number one in the margin. Three lines later, at the beginning of the line, I underlined again, Rav Yitzchak Bar Yosef, I'm Rabbi Yechonah, and I put number two in the margin. We're going to have two uh, Lashonis of the Gemara's response to this. Here is the first. I'm Rav Yitzchak Bar Yosef, I'm Rabbi Yechonah. What we have to say is that the Chachamim said back to uh, Rav Yitzchak Bar Yehuda, Af! Lediv Rav Yosef, Rav Yehuda, in the Davar Saif. I double underlined the Af. They weren't saying that for one of you, it's an issue, but the other one not at all. What they're saying is, even according to Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, ein ledavar saif. Now, that would mean that the case in the Mishnah is a much more likely, we'll say, frequent case to be phony, to be made up. So, really, the Gemara says, is that really the case? Af ledavar Rabbi Yehuda, velo mi bayel Mishnah saying, you don't even have to tell me the Mishnah because that's much more likely to be phony. Adaraba, quite to the contrary, the Mishnah Sena, Ika, Iker. The Mishnah's case is you have to have two witnesses of the Kino, in other words, a non made up beginning. Whereas Hasam, in the Bryce that we had about 10 lines ago, the Rabbi Yudah approach, Leika, Iker. There, there's no source at all. It's like the woman goes into uh, some sort of secluded area with a guy. The husband's got some issue, and he says, yeah, a week before I warned her, and there, there's like no validity to the whole thing. Rather, if anything was said, this is what was said, and this is uh, version two. We had underlined already. According to Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, and also, Meaning, our Mishnah also, uh, meaning that our Mishnah is actually a um, much less frequent case, you would have to say, If we go with the Rebbe Yehoshua approach, he has to have two witnesses for the Kinui and two witnesses for the Stira, fine. But either one of the Rebbe Eliezer approaches is problematic. Um, the way the Bryce presented it is the most potentially problematic. The way the Mishnah presented it is still problematic, but less so. Uh, period. 
little uh, piece of advice these days, and then we'll call it a shir. Amar of Hanina Misura, Lolema Inishlitete. A married man should not say to his wife, Ismanaza, these days, don't say, quote, Low history, Behadi Ploni. Don't you go into a secluded area with uh, Bill Smith. Why? Why should the husband not say that these days? Dilma, because it could be, Kaimalan, we hold like Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, Damar, and he had said, remember that a kinui, a warning that a husband gives his wife to potentially make a case of sota could be alpi atzmai. And then what will happen if the husband does this nowadays, umistatra, she will actually go into Yichud at some point with that guy. Veleka ha'idna me sota lemiftika. The problem is then she's a sota woman. The problem is we don't have sota water. There's no sota water these days to check her. And that's a big problem because then v'ka'asa la'ilave it will basically make her forbidden to uh, be with her husband forever. Uh, and that's a highly uh, not recommended thing to do. Adkan.